Hi guys, my name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, of mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dusseau, and today we're talking about anaerobic conditioning. Now, we're talking about this because this is a question that I get a lot online this is something that i have a lot of people asking about this is something that amazingly enough i have a lot of people telling me that i'm full of shit when i talk about which always cracks me up because this is sports science not some weird guru shit that i'm trying to invent so we're going to talk a little bit about exactly what it is exactly what it does and exactly why you as an athlete should care so anaerobic conditioning what is it Anaerobic conditioning is basically focused on improving your body's ability to function at maximum intensity for longer periods of time and be able to recover faster from those maximum intensity efforts. Now, the way I like to describe it, actually, it was in Joel Jameson's book, Ultimate MMA Conditioning, which if you haven't checked out, you should definitely check out, that I heard it described as basically your fight-ending energy system. So... If you're, you know, trying to jump on a submission or if you're trying to throw a knockout shot, that is primarily your anaerobic energy system working because it's putting you at that high intensity level. Now, the one thing that's important to remember as I get into this, because some of the stuff I say might sound a little contradictory, is that all three energy systems work together. So it's not like, you know, if it's explosive, it's only anaerobic. If it's steady state, it's only aerobic. Like all three of them are always in there. But primarily, the anaerobic stuff is shorter duration, higher intensity. The aerobic stuff is lower intensity, longer duration. Now, basically, what we're talking about here is improving your body's ability to output high amounts of power in short amounts of time and be able to repeat that for longer durations while you fight. So the improved power output and efficiency if your anaerobic energy system, your body's ability to function at higher intensities is more efficient, then first, you can output more power overall. And second, you can sustain that output for longer. This energy system does have a lot of limitations because it can function for 10 to 12 seconds before it starts to really drain off. And there's not a ton genetically that you can do. You can improve how long you can sustain these efforts a little bit. But what you can really improve is your efficiency in using that energy. So how high intensity you can get and how well you can sustain that high intensity effort. So think about it. If you're in a hard explosive exchange while you're in a fight, if you guys are both biting down and swinging, and he can do that for four punches before he starts to tire out and the punches aren't coming quite as fast. And you can do that for nine or ten punches before the same thing happens to you. Who do you think is likely getting the better at that exchange? You know, not saying that I'm, adv- that I'm advocating for just bite down on the mouthpiece and swing for the fences. But you get what I'm saying. Any of those explosive efforts, you're going to be able to sustain for longer. And you're going to be able to not tire yourself out to the same extent 
when you get into those efforts. Now, the other really important piece here is, fa is sorry, faster recovery. And the reason this is so important is because not only will you be able to sustain those efforts for longer, but when your anaerobic system is better trained, then what happens is your body is able to recover from those explosive efforts faster because the better it is trained, the quicker it's able to refuel, the quicker it's able to refuel, the quicker you're able to jump back into that maximum intensity effort. So when it comes to the recovery side of it, the important thing that you need to remember here, this is where anaerobic and aerobic work together. So basically that high intensity explosive exchange that you get into is primarily your aerobic system and that's using all of the energy that your body has. And then while that's happening, your aerobic system is refueling the energy back into that anaerobic system. And again, I'm breaking this down super simply. My goal is not to get into all the nitty gritty little pieces of the science. My goal is to explain to you base, the basics of what's happening. So if it's not perfectly explained according to the textbook, I apologize. I'm trying to simplify it. So aerobic system is refueling, anaerobic system is using. But if the anaerobic system is better trained and you can sustain that effort for longer, that gives the aerobic system more time to refuel the anaerobic system, which then allows you to continue to use it for longer and longer. That makes sense? So again, it's the aerobic system that's refueling the energy, but the more efficient the anaerobic system is, the less often it needs to be refueled. And the less often it needs to be refueled, the higher you're gonna be able to sustain those maximum explosive efforts. Now, the other really important piece of the anaerobic system is delaying your body's onset of fatigue. <clears throat> so this goes hand in hand with the piece I was just talking about. But if your anaerobic system is more efficient, then you're able to sustain those efforts for longer. And then the aerobic system is able to better refuel the anaerobic system. And then if your anaerobic system is never fully drained, then you're never gonna feel that onset of just brutal fatigue where you feel like you can't pick up your arms anymore. And I know that feeling is something that a lot of people have felt, and if you have felt it once, you never wanna feel it again. And that is your anaerobic threshold. And if the higher and higher we can push your anaerobic threshold, so that area where your anaerobic system drains out and you're focused primarily on the aerobic system, the better and better your body can adapt to those higher intensity exchanges and the, and the longer and longer you go without feeling that brutal type of muscle fatigue. So I'm hoping this is making sense. I know some of it kind of sounds like it's going in circles, but we're just gonna recap that first little piece that I talked about and really try to lay it out simply. So the anaerobic system is focused primarily on maximum intensity exchanges, so your body's ability to go at 100% and sustain that for as long as possible. We have massive limitations on this system. It can't go for very long, but we can improve its efficiency, so how much energy it can use in that short amount of time that it is pr the primary system functioning. Then the aerobic system is in the background refueling the anaerobic system with energy so that you can repeat those maximum effort explosive exchanges more and more and more throughout the duration of the fight. And the more efficient this whole system works together, anaerobic system is better at using the energy, aerobic system is better at refueling the energy, the longer it's going to be until your body feels that brutal sense of fatigue of just not being able to continue fighting. 
that I know some of you out there listening have felt and those who haven't, I hope you never have to feel it. So those are the basics on the anaerobic system and basically what it does. So now how do you train it and how often should you train it? So one of the things to keep in mind is this is not something you want to be primarily focusing on your round. And the reason for that is the way I like to look at conditioning with my athletes is the aerobic system and your strength is basically the athletic foundation, the baseline. And so this should be the primary focus of most of your off season. And so basically through the off season, you're building the aerobic system, you're building the strength, you're still working on your power, a little bit of anaerobic work and all that as well. But the primary focus is building the foundation because if you're stronger, then that can put you in a position where you waste less energy while you fight. And then that's going to make you more efficient overall. And if your aerobic system is better trained, you're refueling your anaerobic system faster. So we want that constant fuel through the duration of the fight provided by the by the aerobic system. Sorry. So where I primarily bring the higher focus on anaerobic work into training is coming into training camps. So basically, if we have eight weeks before a fight, then what we'll do is we'll start sprinkling it in. So the first two weeks, we have one anaerobic system, uh, one anaerobic session, sorry, every week. And then the next two to three weeks, we're doing two anaerobic sessions every week. And then when we're getting into the last three to four weeks, we're doing two to three anaerobic sessions every single week. The reason that we focus so much more on it during training camp instead of during the off season is we're building on the base. The baseline of strength and the baseline of aerobic work is going to stick around longer without getting trained. So this doesn't mean you should neglect it entirely, but it shouldn't be the primary focus within camp. Whereas the anaerobic work is going to fade faster. So we need to do more of that closer to the day of competition because the day of competition is when you want that anaerobic system at its absolute peak. So I hope that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I hope you're getting some good out of that. And the one last thing I wanted to touch on with that guys is if you try to build everything, you're really building nothing. So when you're hearing this, don't just think, okay, I'm going to do anaerobic work and aerobic work and my skill work and my strength work and my plyometrics and my speed work every single week, because you're going to burn yourself the fuck out. The key to all of this is balance. The number one thing you need to have in place at all times is your skill set. For sure, hard stop, end of story. Anyone tells you differently, they're crazy. Your skill set needs to be on point. The benefit of this kind of training, the benefit of understanding how to balance this stuff within your week isn't about improving the skill set. It's not about, you know, making some kind of, you know, magical difference to your fighting ability. But what this is going to do is this is going to improve your ability to execute the skills that you have. Basically, take two people that are at the exact same skill set. One can push the pace harder for longer, be more explosive, faster for a longer duration while the two of you are fighting. Who do you think gets the better of that fight? Likely the person who's stronger, faster, more explosive. But again, you can be stronger, faster, more explosive, but if your skills are trash, you're probably not going to win the fight. So the key here is balance and there's no perfect answer before I get responses to this asking, you know, 
well, exactly how many times a week, exactly what should I do, exactly how much of each system. There's no perfect answer to that question. It depends on your work schedule, how much you're actually able to train. It depends on naturally what your body needs. If I'm working with an athlete who's already crazy explosive and powerful, but gasses out after one round of their fights, I'm probably not going to spend a ton of our time on the anaerobic system because naturally theirs is really fucking good already. We're going to do some, but the primary focus is going to be the aerobic work that's going to allow them to work into the second, third, fourth, fifth rounds without gassing out. You get what I'm saying? So the key with this stuff is balance. The key with this stuff is understanding how it works so you can create the system that works best for you. So, guys, I hope you got value from that. I hope you learned something. If you did, I'd love to know what it is. Shoot me a message across any of my social media platforms to let me know what it was you were able to take away and how you can implement it into your training. As always, I appreciate you all. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now, remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode.